Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 197. Uh, once again, you've got Chris and Brian, and this time around, uh, we're going to talk about our 2023 training goals, um, what some of those are, how we maybe intend to go about accomplishing them. Yes. And just kind of, yeah, we'll get into it. Cool. Um, what do you want to start with? Yeah, for, for me, um, like doing three, four dry fire sessions a week, Okay. Um, mainly to completely master the ability to switch, do target transition visual stuff, and then also be able to do um, the aiming confirmation things kind of on the fly, what I need. Okay. And then whether I can switch between reactive shooting or predictive shooting based on the target zone, distance, mm-hmm. difficulty, all that. Um, just making those things completely automatic. Sure, a lot of lot of visual acuity, a lot of visual yeah. work there, a lot of visual processing work there at, at a really fast speed. Yep, yep. Um, so, so you know, again, a lot of the stuff we've talked about um, with each one of these, we're going to end up probably back at the same set of source documents or sources for this. Um, do we want to hit that now or hit that at the end? We can get it at the end. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so my my training goal is significantly less dramatic than yours. I'm looking to do two short dry fire sessions, pistol wise, handgun wise, for what I carry at a minimum a week, and I'm already on for that. But I'm talking about like five to ten minutes. And for me, um, one of the things that I struggle with, and and that I think because it isn't isn't quite as important as the ability to drive the trigger and the ability to drive the sights the optic whatever and the visual acuity end of it but i think it still matters and it's something that because our clothing in ohio changes over the course of the year is the draw stroke aspect of it um so making sure part of it's going to be uh the, like one of those sessions will likely be a video draw stroke set up the phone set it on slow coach's eye or whatever the current app is i still have coach's eye on my phone and yeah, it still works too. for some reason yeah. um which i didn't think it was supported anymore um, the, the cloud part of it you can't save the videos to the cloud anymore is that it okay which still, is fine still do the stuff on the phone okay which is fine um for what i want and so because i because when i did this last week um and then earlier earlier this week because i actually did it the week before too um, was just to go through and really look at how I'm clearing the garment, uh, how I'm getting a hold of the gun. Am I, you know, am I squishing milk and doing crazy things once I get it up and stuff like that? And running through some of those reps, breaking the draw stroke down, etc., to work on the draw stroke to get that speed down. I'm not chasing any specific metric other than efficiency and cleaning it up. Um, so I know that sounds weird to say I don't have a time goal in mind, but the time goal is going to change on what I'm wearing literally from a day to day basis because wearing a super stretchy, lightweight t shirt versus wearing a a hoodie that may or may not stretch versus going into wintertime clothing or a dress shirt or something like that's going to change that from each so what i'm chasing is just kind of confirming efficiencies on the draw stroke um and i want to do that and and then that's as as well to the target acquisition and to the click yeah for one um and then the second one is all visual i'm not i'm doing the holster work i'm doing the draw from the holster but i'm not videoing it and I'm doing it just to make sure that the draw is smooth to get an extra rep in. And I'm not even going like you're working. I, w- I want to work into where you're working with different distances so that you're doing reactive versus predictive. But yeah. right now, I'm working on getting the gun out, getting the sight on the target, press, next target, press, next target, press, but leading with the eyes and following with the gun and trying to keep things as tight as possible and smooth, not over swinging dropping some of the tension out of the shoulders and stuff like that so yeah. you're not ever swinging and just trying to be a little bit smoother in doing it um and, and i'm chasing efficiency again 
I, I don't know that I'll get to where I, I want to be, but split-wise, I would love to see my shot splits come, my target transitions come down near to where my shot splits are because they're not right now. So if I'm going to say I have a goal for the year, it's to change that cadence to where you and the other white meat Brian is on those transitions where it's like, you know, there's I'm going to give you six shots, but three targets sounds like pop, 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 pop kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, where everything's super consistent like that. That's that's probably my goal in both cases or efficiencies. Um, and I don't want to get the consistency of the cadence by slowing down the shooting. I want to get it by speeding up the visual processing and target target transitions. So that's where I'm at. If I get to where I'm comfortable with that, then I probably will begin focusing on different distances a little bit harder, um, which may be an ass backward way to do it. I don't know, but that's how I'm doing it. So yeah, yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Like the visual, being able to find a small point on the target, move your eyes to it, and yep. keep them there, and then move the gun independent of the eyes um, is something that. Yeah. Like it's definitely being target focused helps a lot with that. Yeah. Um, shooting the dot or shooting a, an optic on the handgun helps somewhat yeah. with that. But then there's also the, you know, the eye kind of wants to get sucked in yeah. on the dot. And if you're looking through the dot to the next target, then that's when things kind of tend to slow down. Sure. Or um, it's really easy to, to over, over swing uh, because now we're reacting to where that dot is on the target versus just picking the spot with the eyes and then moving the gun to it. Okay, cool. So I'm and I'm also adding a weirdness into this. I have a cert pistol that does not have an optic on it, so I'm doing some of the visual transition stuff with the cert pistol, but I'm doing it closer to the tire sights. Like I'm cutting the distance like yeah. in half, so that I'm looking through like look, looking through the sights, not looking at the front sight. Yep. I'm doing it at that distance where I don't need the super crisp front sight because I have a hard time getting it with irons anyway. Um, but where I'm close enough, I've got visual confirmation around the front sight with daylight and stuff like that. So yep. I'm doing some of those, like I'm splitting that practice session up between the cert pistol and the dot both. And we'll see if that, I don't know if that really helps or if that's a detriment or whatever, but I do carry a gun with irons occasionally and I carry a gun with optics occasionally. 90% of the time it's, it's the optic. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm still going to split the time because I don't think training to the irons hurts anything versus to the dot so yep. if that makes sense so i don't know if i'm adding degree of difficulty or if i'm just wasting reps so we'll see no, i think it makes sense like if you got good fundamentals with the optic then the iron should be really easy and, and it is and if it, they're not yes. then there's something probably going on wrong with the optic yeah and it does seem to go to go back to the sites which i already had this experience um you know i ran the optic for two years and then went back to irons for almost a year and had zero issues transitioning back to irons except i missed my dot because <laughs> yeah. it's just freaking easier and what felt like it was slower with the irons was it was i mean i'm not saying that it wasn't as fast or was as fast but i'm saying it, it feels a lot slower than it actually is when you put the time side by side there's a differential and it matters there's still situations where it matters a lot more like distance yeah. or like very very precise shots where you take that beat to make the shot versus trying to do it as fast as possible um there are some places where the dot uh, still wholeheartedly believe it's an advantage in, in every end of it but in a few things it really shines um but the irons it just seems like the irons like oh it's at a little bit of a degree degree of difficulty it's like putting gloves on and shooting and then going back to shooting with no gloves kind of mentality. Yeah. So we'll see. And maybe at some point I'll go, okay, this was a waste of time and stupid and not do it anymore. But that'll be down the road. Yeah. So uh, my third training session, again, super, super short, five to 10 minutes, not a very much, not a very long amount of time is the rifle is, is the mount is getting the gun up, working from the hunt, 
and onto multiple targets um, and and just doing what you know whether not an El Prez, but what's the the Blake is the, the like two 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 or whatever yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and, and just trying to work again that leading to the next target to the next target to the next target um, I, I am going to have done all this with just a dot optic I am probably going to try and do some of this with an LPVO um, I'm not worrying about it with the ACOG for now but I may come back to it with the ACOG too um, and go from there so yeah yeah so for 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 the pistol goals my goals really are more about dry firing I'd like to, you know, the range time, I want to go have fun and con- and use that range time as an opportunity to confirm the dry fire practice. It, and, and that'll let me know whether or not I'm meeting my other goals. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of like over the past year, we've really looked at, you know, our live fire range sessions really as the validation of our non live fire training. Yeah. Uh, which that's been, I'd say that's been a big shift from, you know, where we were, you know, five, ten years ago, where your know, training primarily happened on the range. Yeah. You know, it was the reps you shot with ammo. Uh, so when, you know, things got weird in 2014, 15, 16, yeah. with ammo, you know, training really suffered. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have a good way to work around that. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the last year, two years, you know, the focus for us has been on doing the dry fire, doing the work, you know, at home yeah. um, with no ammo and then working through a bunch of stuff so when we get to the range it's not like oh we got to refigure all this out it's just yeah i did this yesterday now i'm just gonna now it's gonna be loud when i do the same thing creating efficiencies and then and then confirming them with with bullets with live ammo uh yeah and and uh, you know for us i didn't see that our there we had maybe a blip there we had a a couple training sessions where we kind of slowed down on round counts but as a general rule of thumb i think when you have a group of guys that kind of shoot where we shoot you know at the level that we shoot and put the time and effort into it. Everybody was like, "No, no, no! I don't want to cut back on this. This is where I want to spend my time and energy." Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how many people got on the dry fire train. Um, I got bruised and beat up a lot because I fell off the dry fire train a whole bunch, but I kept getting back on it. Um, so, the, like I said, my and every time I did it and showed up at the range of shot, I went, ha, 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 "Cool, this really works." And every time I didn't, I'm like, "Hmm." Really wish I'd spend a little more time practicing this. Yeah. And some of that's the the focus of the of what we've done. I mean, we've we've really honed in on what we're doing. The amount of drills and stuff that we're doing has dropped dramatically versus, hey, let's run this this week and let's do this new this week because it's exciting and new and blah blah blah. Versus, hey, let's really burn in these freaking hard skills, these very 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 specific things, which is not quite as much fun, and it's definitely not as sexy. Um, but I do think that it's, it, it just seems like I've gotten a lot further down the road because there's been a couple drills that we've hopped into and those drill times have been better than they've ever, than they've been for me in at least 15 years. I mean, yeah. back from the, you know, the big Darby Creek days when I was shooting a lot, um, maybe not quite faster than then, but I was also 15 years younger and had 15 years better eyes, um, et cetera. So I, I there's, there's a payoff there for sure. But that yeah. for the pistol, those are my goals. Are I want two sessions a week with the pistol, and I want one session a week with the carbine. Um, the goals with the carbine, I want to verify those goals, but that changes just a little bit. So when we get to that, I'll talk. We'll talk about that too. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll add like for the pistol, um, a lot of the visual, like the switching and the like the aiming confirmation stuff. I do that shooting the pistol cross drill. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm at, I don't know, five steps away from the one six scale dry fire targets, mm-hmm. which makes them. You gotta be you gotta be honest with yourself when you're doing the work. Yeah. 
um, but it that the nature of that drill because you're engaging both the main A zone and then the credit card sized A zone in the head, um, you've got to be able to switch gears a little bit to make the headshots go mm-hmm. into the credit card in the head, um, as opposed to just being able to really hammer on the bigger A zone and torso. Yeah. Um, and then I've also got the like designated target slash wide transitions drill um, set up in my kitchen. Yeah. I have post-it notes put on various counters or yeah, not counters, um, cabinets. Uh, so that I can be towards like the back of my kitchen, and then I've got an array of targets yeah. that are anywhere from five, three to probably ten or twelve paces. If you ever have an ND, um, you're going to kill a bunch of plates. Yeah, you're going to shoot gonna, through a cabinet door and kill a bunch of plates. It's, it's going to be it's, horrible. It, I'm going to have to buy new dishes. All the humanity. So, all right, sorry, I'll little interject there. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm doing all. I'm doing this in a couple different places. I put up targets um, down a hallway. For the closed stuff and for the draw stuff and then i spread stuff out and i i have to kind of go to the basement to do the other end of it to get the distance that i want and the dispersion that i want on the targets um th- i did set up a wide like a 90 transition um that has a long one way and short the other way in the basement um that's probably not something i'm going to get too much into until i've got a few months of running the closer stuff for yeah. me you're you've got a year head start on me on the dry fire stuff if not more um, so I want to get that near transition stuff down until I'm a little more comfortable with it and then start chasing some of the longer transitions because there's a more physical aspect to that that's, that's yeah. as, as physical yeah. as it is visual to some extent. Um, so I'm, so I'm going to hold on that for a few months, but that will come in later in the year. Yep. So, cool. Uh, the other thing I did is I actually wrote this shit down. I actually wrote down this is what I want to do. Oh, so I'm nice. looking at it every day. I mean, you know, it's kind of that mentality around... Um, putting your goals on your bathroom mirror kind of thing you know so that when you that's the first thing you see yeah and the last thing you see kind of mentality um and so that's where i'm at right now is i have them written down where i see them twice a day almost no matter what maybe more and so that's a good reminder to you know hey you haven't done this yet this week so just stop what you're doing right now take the five or ten minutes and go do it yeah so yep yeah as for that like five or ten minutes part um we both use the dry fire timer app yep on our phones um it is a brilliant app. Uh, it allows you to put in the kind of name the drill you want, set the part time you want, and then the net number of reps you want to run through it. And then you can do multiple strings of that same thing and kind of up or down the part times really easily. Yep. And it'll just keep running through all those reps until you're done. Yeah. Uh, so doing, you know, like a pistol Blake drill with enough time to get the gun reset in the holster get yourself reset um you can do 50 reps in about eight minutes yeah that's what i'm saying and that's why i'm kind of limiting this you know my the i think the mentality around pt that i don't want to spend more than an hour a day five days a week doing pt um but i want to do five hours i want to do five workouts a week and so that same kind of mentality i'm sitting in time that i don't i don't i don't take more than 10 minutes to do this but i want to dedicate 10 minutes to this yeah. And if I get through what I want to get through, but that timer drives it. I also love the fact that, you know, initially when I was looking at the, it's each time got shorter, maybe I didn't make the par, but maybe I could look at it and go, okay, I was right on the edge of the par, but it was perfect. Or I could look at it and go, okay, I made the par, but man, that was sloppy as hell. So where's the next one at? And I don't know, that, that push I think is important that it yep. progressively helps you improve on each round. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and then the other so the other cool thing with this app is that once like the 
the fast part time gets to be comfortable. Yep. Um, it's really easy to move all of the part times <clears throat> yeah. at the same time in yeah. 0.05 second increments. Yep. Uh, to where, you know, eventually, like I've seen where uh, my warm up time is now what used to be the spicy part time. Yeah. Uh, and the, the spicy part time is it's covered in habanero peppers. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Habaneros kind of hurt. So. Cool. Um, yeah. What else on that one? On that one? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's a matter of just doing it. Yeah. Uh, I would say, like, yeah. Say, write it down. Write it down. Um, I'm not calling it a resolution. It's a goal. Um, you know, and maybe, you know, this is this is one of those things that's, you know, oh, i got to find the motivation. No, you don't. got to find the discipline. Um, you got to be disciplined and just do the work. Um, and for, you know, it, it, saying, you know, I don't know if I can find, you know, I don't know if I can find five hours a week to go to the gym and then start adding in drive time and this, that, and the other. I'm very fortunate that I walk to the gym. It's five minutes away. Um, but there's this reality check that finding 30 minutes out of your week. Um, I promise you, you sit around, you know, doing more bullshit on YouTube or, or you know, social media or, you know, OnlyFans or whatever it is you're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm looking at, Batman. Um, anyway, um, you know, you spend more time doing that, finding the 30 minutes to do the dry fire. It's not sexy, but neither is, neither is PT, neither is working out. You just got to do it. So, yeah. that kind of mentality. So, yep. Cool. Yeah, get off your TikTok. Yep. Any, what does that mean? Oh, Ooh. I forgot. That's a social yeah. media thing, too. Yeah. It's freaking like Chinese, like, culture shift bullshit there. TikTok should go away. It really should. It's, it's a national it. security threat. It is, absolutely. Yep. So, uh, cool. Yeah. As far as resources to help with all this stuff. There uh, we go. Yeah. There's three three main books, uh, all of them written by Ben Steger. Yeah. Uh, Dry Fire Reloaded is sort of the more classic one. And then um, practical shooting training and adaptive rifle. Um, the practical shooting training, um, very pistol focused. A lot of drills you could apply over to the rifle. And then adaptive rifle is 100% um, practical distance carbine type stuff or subgun stuff. Um, I'd recommend getting all three um, for what you would spend on ammo oh, um, yeah. in relation to what those books cost. Those books are basically free. Yeah. Um, well, it's a th it, yeah. all three books together are a third of a case of nine millimeter yeah. price wise. Um, you know, and and you can get eleven bazillion reps in at your discretion or at your choosing, however many you want to or not want to, whatever out of those books. Literally, once you've made that initial investment. Yeah. Of a third of a case of nine millimeter. Today's prices, not twenty twenty one's prices. Like you know. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Um, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Um, rifle, is there anything you want to add? I mean, we talked about pistol stuff primarily, but is there anything you want to add carbine-wise? To Is there a specific goal carbine-wise or not really? Yeah, carbine-wise, I'd say by the end of the year, be able to shoot the CQB assessment clean. Okay. Or I shouldn't say clean. Be able to pass the CQB assessment drill. There you go. As outlined in adaptive rifle um, yeah. with the, all the proper part times. Yeah. And a, a score that allows me to pass the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I think that's the goal. Yeah. Um, that's that's a hell of a goal. Um, the in and you have the you know in this and that turns that goal not into a shooting goal. Yeah, I that mean, goal's there's, a, that there's, goal's not, and that's not just a PT goal either. It's not just being. There, there's fit. a bunch of stuff going you, on with you, that. You have to be fast. You have to be able to move. Um, yeah, so that's if you haven't if you haven't go, Google it, look it up, look up the CQB assessment. Um, yeah. it's, it's legit. 
Uh, I, I don't know if I can make my little fat body run that fast. Um, that's probably my biggest thing is the time and movement. Um, and that's a whole different set of goals for me. So probably not this year, but we're working on it. Yeah, for me, honestly, the like, the movement part, the 40 to 20 and then the 20 to 10. Yeah. Um, um, those aren't those don't feel like there's much of an issue as the um, at 40 the two on each target standing two on each target prone and six seconds part yeah uh, I do not go from standing to prone yeah all that quickly yeah uh, and that that's honestly one of the hardest yes. skills to be able to dry fire at home yeah. um, without having like a great big mat um, in the places where I do have access to a great big mat. I really can't practice that. Drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dropping, dropping to the ground fast and hard is is the the older I get, the less interest on it, and the less yeah. interest that I am in making that particular part time, um, for sure. Because it's it is hard on you, and that is a young man's game. So. Yeah, and you're really wanting to be down into the prone, like rifle lined up, everything ready to go. So as soon as you're down. You can get, you know, get hits on the target because uh, you really need those four rounds to be alphas um, to be able to pass the drill. Yeah, and and I think and I think that or you pass the overall assessment test. Yeah, and the shooting part of that comes in in the top end of it at forty yards, and just you know we're talking about you know four tenths reaction, um, and then seeing if you can make those doubles at forty yards, and then another transition that's a pretty quick transition, quarter second, whatever, and doubles there. You know, at that point, you've you've burnt up almost two seconds. You have two seconds to move, and then two more seconds to make the next hits. Um, which, to some extent, you're more stable, but it's harder to move because you're off your elbows prone. So the transition is a little different, right? right? So, but it, it really becomes the the aspect of if you could run two doubles, two pairs up top um, with the standard four zero reaction or something like that. If you get better than that, great. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's a, like everything else, you gain your time in physical transition from position to position, not necessarily in pulling the trigger. And boy, that, that drill just shoves that down your throat. There's yep. no way of denying it in that six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that goal, but it's yours. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one. Yeah. <laughs> My goal is probably going to be to probably try and be a little more closer to the, the sprint because that's shorter legs, not you're, yep. you're tall and lean and in good shape and I'm not. Um, so that's probably going to be more my goal for this year. If I'm going to say the push would be to get that part of it and get closer to the hole. So, yeah, but I'm not going to put that as a goal. I'm going to put that as an interest. <laughs> I'm interested in doing that. Yeah. 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 Other stuff with the rifle, um, be able to work more like the Pannon style, starting things at 90 degrees and yeah. then turning to orient to the target. Um, and coming up with a good mount. I think Yeah. I did a lot this year on, you know, starting in the hunt, you know, squared up to the target with a really good mount. Yeah. So now making that, you know, the initial mount a lot more dynamic. To get to uh, it. To get yeah. to it. Get to or it. coming in off of, you know, a From little bit of a, yeah. you know, a couple step sprint or a couple, you know, walking in to yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but be able to establish that mount um, off of what, wherever, yeah. wherever, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, rocking it, kneeling. Um, a rice patty yeah like just yeah. be able to work work them out from more than just i'm in a perfect stance and yeah. i can do and i'm not moving can yeah. i but adding a lot more dynamic stuff to it yep yeah now that's and that's something that 
it, initially when we started doing a lot of the of the rifle stuff was like oh well it'd be nice to get some dynamic stuff into this and then to find out how easily it falls apart doing doubles um, and stuff like that especially at any kind of distance at all it's like oh yeah I just need to actually get the freaking mount down and go on um, but I would agree that that's something I'd like to work on I don't know that I necessarily have a goal other than to do the work in that regard I still have some work to do on the mount yeah. Um, you know, like running one system, I'm fine. One system, I'm not. I'm I'm running the AR pistol. I struggled. Um, running the AR rifle, I struggled. Running the AR pistol, not so much. And then running the Scorpion was no big deal at all. Um, so I probably would would like to hammer on the 16 inch gun, the little more mass out front, yeah. and work through some of that stuff. Um, and not worry so much about different sighting systems so much as just running the dot and trying to get that hammered down. But at some point, kind of like with the pistol on that that wide arc transition, I'd like to work on the same thing: getting to the mount, not just from the mount and shoot. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Yes. And again, my but my goals are more the once a week with the rifle doing dry fire, which is way more than I'm doing right now. Um, you know, I've done a little bit over the last few months, but not consistently. And I want to get that once a weekend with the rifle. Yeah, so, I yeah. found over the last probably two months, I've done more with the rifle than I or with the sub gun. Yeah, than I have with the pistol. So that'll yeah. probably be changing for the next couple of months and going all really heavily pistol focused. Yeah, um, but I think working the long gun stuff into dry fire is still very still think you still get the really visual, important. Yeah, you, um, well, and you just and you still get like you said the crossover of the visual acuity, yeah. uh, finding the dot where it's supposed to be, getting your eyes to the next precise point on the next target, and getting the dot to you know there as quickly as possible. And maybe even a little bit of, you know, your hand position is not all that different on the guns versus on the guns. You yeah. Know, at one point they're touching each other, but at one point they're within a foot of each other. So who cares? Yeah. The other thing with like looking at the part times for the drills and adaptive rifle versus like in practical shooting training, um, the rifle part times are a lot faster. Sure. Uh, so you have to work, you have to do the transitions and run the gun considerably quicker. Yeah. Um, which then makes running the pistol on the visual side kind of feel like you're in slow motion. Okay. Um, it's the difference between going from like a Formula One car to a touring car. Yeah. Um, to where one goes really, really, really fast. Yeah. Um, the other one still goes fast, but in comparison, it's yeah. not, it's kind of slow. Yeah. And I will say that that's one of the things I have noticed. If I'm coming off a couple rifle training sessions and then go to the handgun, it, it almost feels like I'm not, not going backward. It just feels like I can't make it go as fast. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I guess, you know, four points of contact on the long gun makes it easy, may, a little bit easier to drive, even though it's theoretically more mass, it's longer, yeah. etc. It does seem like it, you're... It's you're, a much more stable shooting yeah. platform. Yeah, it seems like you're stepping backward. Yeah. So, would agree. Yeah. Yeah. But being able to <clears> run <throat> be able to run your eyes at rifle speed yeah. um, then makes working the pistol, it's like, oh, I just need to get the pistol there, and maybe I can't run the, the trigger quite as fast. Yeah. Um, but I can do the visual part just as quickly so then you make up a lot more time in the transitions yeah yeah so very cool um other anything else with rifles to throw in there i mean i really don't know what it would be i mean i know that you know yeah. my, my mentality around rifles is rifles are 70 to 80 percent um or, th or 20 to 30 percent of my time i want to spend on the rifle i really don't i really want to focus on that 70 to 80 percent on the handgun it's what i carry every day it's what i'm most likely to use but it doesn't mean I don't want to have the rifle skill at least at a baseline level. And I feel like I, I feel like that 
well, I would have told you two years ago that I felt like I could get to a baseline level on the rifle where I wanted to be with 20 to 30% of my time. Um, after having the ups and downs I've had with the rifle at the end of this year, um, I don't know that that's true. I might need more time, but that yeah. more time now will be coming from dry fire, not from necessarily making loud noises. Yeah. Or pew pew, suppressed noises. Yeah. So, as it were. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, any other goals? Outside of that, anything you want, any, I don't care, anywhere, I don't care what domain, I mean, I don't care anything else, anything yeah. with you on the bike, anything with you on the, in the, in the, on the wall, anything. Yeah. I think like overall, like overarching across all the domains mm -hmm. is the ability to come in cold yeah. and just execute with perfection. Yeah. Um, which there's more, way more on the mental side. Yeah. Um, but being able to, to go, okay, I've done this before. I've done these things a lot. Yeah. Like I should be able to execute cold yeah. and on demand. Um, you know, perfect technique. Even if it's an easier, you know, an easier lap from a time perspective, mm -hmm. or an easier route, you know, climbing. Um, but being able to go in and go, you know, if somebody looked at it, they go, yeah, first, first whatever. Mm -hmm. um, the technique was absolutely perfect. Okay. Yeah. And again, mm -hmm. way more on the on the mental side of things. So the reason I asked that question, what gets you there? Just doing the work. Reps. Yeah. Reps. Yeah. Yeah. Which in, in reps are discipline. Reps are doing the work. Um, feel like I'm going all Jocko. Feel like I need to like go like, you know, Dude. sell my neck so I have no neck at all and then mm. talk in a deeper voice about jujitsu and shit like that. Um, but the reality yeah, is it eat some gravel. Yeah, yeah, it's just do it's it but it is it is literally doing the work no matter what it is. Um, and I have some other some other goals outside of this that that's my push for PT is is more consistency, more discipline, um, and getting the reps in. And so I've I've I'm working some variability into how those things are achieved mentally that I've not allowed previously um, to do that. And so we're chasing that down as well. Um, is is pushing still pushing the discipline, but but getting the reps in. Um, and so yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to this year I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about some of the things I want to uh, I want to achieve as consistency and as work not necessarily as an end goal a time a weight um, or something like that yeah it's more the consistency that's my goal yeah I feel like doing like just doing the reps and making stuff to where it's automatic from yeah. what needs to happen yeah. um, the harder things kind of just happen on their own yeah uh, because when you get into the situations where you need to do the harder things or to do the things faster, like your body's, your body knows how to do it yeah. and your mind kind of already knows how to get there. It's been there. Yeah. 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 And, and, and again, I think the, the reps, the work, the discipline aspect of it gives you the mental, I've been here before, so let's just go do this. Yeah. Yeah. That, that moment of panic when you're yeah. feeling like, oh goodness, this is now really hard. Yeah. Um, sort of goes away because um, the body's like, yeah, we've done stuff like this before. Yeah, let's just go. Do um, it. Let's just go do it. Um, or you're like, okay, I can I can kind of back it off a couple percentage points. Yeah. And course correct or adjust. Yeah. Or problem solve, even though the you know everybody else might be like, ah, this looks really spicy. Yeah. Um, you've got the mental bandwidth to be able to do that. Um, it's a lot easier too to drop into like a flow state and kind of work at the subconscious level through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing, my my only one, my only goal for the year, 
Um, and this one's for Ian. I'm going to try using the word boy, uh, B-O-I, more um, when I speak um, so that I can sound more like younger people. Um, so we'll see if Ian's paying attention or not. So. Yeah, we might, we might have to get a Boomer Translator plug or something. Yeah, for app. I guess it'd be an app. <laughs> it would have to be an app. See if Google translates from Boomer to Xer or whatever. I don't know, something. So, yeah, boy. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's actually not a goal of mine, but so. Anyway, so. cool. Yeah. Anything else? That wraps up pretty good. All right. Um, we'll try to check in on these from time to time. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, at the end of 2023, we'll see how we did. Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, if it sounds a lot like what we talked about last year, it's probably more the same because I think that's kind of the direction. Yeah. Um, not to be a nerd, but this is the way. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> on that note, you can follow us along on social media um, as long as Meta stays in business. Yeah. And doesn't become complete commie bastards yeah um, you can find us on facebook at at cap city outfitters and on instagram we are cap city outfitters too <laughs> <laughs> yeah on our website capcityoutfitters.com you can find information such as how to do an ffl transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com uh, yeah also on the newsletter or on the website you can sign up for the newsletter um, the newsletter does have pictures and fun things like that about what we've gotten in at the store uh, or drop us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com. And then lastly, come visit us at the store. We're here Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 5. Saturdays, 10 to 3. Um, we are in Hilliard, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. We're directly we're in front of the Aldi's and we're directly next to Louis Fusion Drill. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Happy 2023.